In a world constructed from books and thoughts restricted only by our collective imaginations, a group of friends gather together to warp reality, living out our wildest dreams, putting on weird voices and pretending to be fantastical creatures like elves and wizards, all within the confines of a single room. That's right, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, and this is plus three to friendship. Enjoy the show! I'm Andreas, and we are going to be running a small D&D campaign that I made up and see if it works. Heck yeah! Yeah! I'm Leo. Um, today I'll be playing Pastor Christopher Young Husband. Um, more on him later. And he, Who's this fancy folk right uh, here? Hey, everyone. I'm Josh. And I am going to be playing Oliver Twisted! <laughs> um, and he's a barbarian. And I hope he hits real hard. I'm sure he will. Those are the hopes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you need to make any other disclosures? Um, yeah, if you're sensitive to words that may or may not offend you, um, maybe don't listen to content created by a bunch of cool dudes having a good time. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, listen at your own discretion. This is intended for mature audiences, um, or at least those of legal, um, I don't know. It's for people who can handle themselves. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to. I don't want to guard what I'm about to say. But, uh, can you handle yourself? If you can handle yourself, you might be able to handle us. <laughs> I dare you to <laughs> listen to us. Uh, what are we? We're playing some fifth edition. Yeah, this is a uh, fifth edition. Um, that's all you got. Hell yeah, fifth edition. Gotta love it. Biggest edition on the planet. Um, Very awesome. At least for now, during the time of this recording. We'll see. No. Yeah. We'll and we'll see. see what we play next. Mm. Yeah, we'll see what we play next. Love it. All right. Um, cool. I'm guessing I don't. I'm not going to provide any backstory. We're past that point. We're just going to jump in, right? Yeah, I think if you got some backstory <laughs> stuff that would, for me personally, might be helpful. But all right, well, I'm open to just <laughs> jumping in, too. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the look before you, or don't look before you leave sort of mentality so but i think i think for the sake of, of uh, give it to us yeah give it you got something good there let's see this daddy okay so this whole story will be taking place in an island known as the cheerless isle um it's sort of gone through some weird tumultuous changes some maybe geological maybe some i don't know invented or done by people that's all going to be explored, maybe. We'll see. Um, but basically, you've got kind of a beautiful river valley that leads to this big keep down there. And that keep was basically the original town on this island. Um, over the millennia, kind of these towns have been built on, so kind of ruins built on top of ruins. So you've got a kind of a strange mixture of architectures because of it. Mm. So... Um, I kind of would liken the way that the buildings are in, in these towns to be kind of like a 
a mouthful of too many teeth. No, you can't do that. What? That's, it, it, it's important to the story. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, for the listeners out there, Josh was trying to take a picture of this beautiful map that Andreas has um, in front of us. And it's gorgeous. We'll have to use our our memory of our of our eyes to, to burn it in. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> It'll come up. Um, so yeah, so kind of you've got a, a great swamp area. You've got several mountain ranges that are there. Um, there's basically a, a big river valley through the center of this island, and that's where most of you know these towns and places have really stayed um and then you've got i mean i don't know i don't want to talk too much about it right i mean i can tell you like balmora the city in the north is called balmora the sinking city um think of like venice like Uh water for streets very canal built um and sort of the test of time for this city is that they have literally continued to add onto it and residences go up, buildings go up mm. as the city. I mean, and it's not fast, but it's slowly sinking into the muck. But over time, you might go from a third floor resident to a first like floor. waterfront. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe not in your lifetime, but <clears throat> okay. but like over time, people have kind of had to keep building upward. Um, and it's kind of a more a free trade fair port kind of thing. You'll find all your guilds there. Um, and then, kind of, you guys are going to be sick coming in elsewhere. Elsewhere, okay. Elsewhere, <clears throat> um, you'll be coming in at the southern point, which is Maelstrom Keep. Um, and the whole thing with Maelstrom Keep is it is much more a fortified town, less a like bustling seaport. But it's got you know all your things that would need. But it's really because it basically protects and blocks off this entire waterway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you kind of control that. You control the island because that's also your source of fresh water comes out of there. Um, and basically, you've got various farms. It is unknown, these towers that are built along the river. They've been manned, but they're sort of this strange black stone. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you would not find anyone in, in today's age uh, being gifted with the ability to kind of carve this stone. Um, it's kind of almost impossible to mar it. Like, if you scratch it, it doesn't scratch. Um, so kind of taking those is also incredibly important because, you know, those are the fortifications. And they've were, been there as long as anyone can remember. Nobody really knows yeah. how long. It's kind of the... There are some progenitor peoples that were there. Gotcha. And just very much, you know, gifted with arts everything else and so they're able to kind of have built some of these things and they're not technologically advanced but i would say like their skills would have been of a higher degree gotcha so, yeah yeah loving it um and over here is sears mount um which is kind of this lone mountain amidst this kind of heavily forested area um sears mount because at some point there was the an a witch of some sort of some great amount of power um, who had occupied this seat. And so people tend to steer clear of it. Um, very heavily forested, very wild, and uh, not oh. really where people go. No one ever goes up there. Not anymore. <laughs> you ever heard exactly. of Sears Mount? <laughs> <laughs> not the can. There's a scary forest. <laughs> I don't have dog vision. I can't go there. <laughs> Dog vision. Dark. Dark vision. <laughs> Dark vision. Um, and kind of east-west. On the west? Yeah. That's west, yeah. right? Yes. 
Um, so basically, this is where there was basically a cataclysmic event, and that's what's called the rift. And it basically thrust up this mountain range and basically cut off what is now known as the Scorch Valley uh, and basically turned to a vast desert that's sort of isolated from the rest of the island and it's kind of really only accessible by that canyon that leads through it and so that's kind of a strange other place that people don't typically find themselves going um and then you've got uh this is the great swamp where there is a town um it's basically ivy wood is the town and it's sort of the great swamp is this massive area but the thing that makes it so difficult is the land itself is not really affixed to anything and so you have kind of this perpetual floating mm. moving sets of islands and it makes it rather hard to navigate so most of the settlements are built more on the edge of it and it's you know you're getting by you're looking at you know fishing villages what farming you could do in kind of marshier land um not a huge settlement but it when I first saw this, I thought it said Linwood. And I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, I should have Those done pretentious that. fucks. <laughs> oh, and over here's Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So do you guys have any No, that's questions? great. That's uh, one question. Mm -hmm. uh, like, how far of a journey's walk would it be from the southern town to the northern town? It would take you the greater part of three days. Okay, cool. So kind of if you figure you could probably get to like Greenmire in a day, um, but it would probably take you a day to get to about there as well. And so probably by the end of partway through the second day, you would most likely be in Balmora. Gotcha. Cool, cool. <clears throat> I realize I forgot a sense of scale. On the no, the, yeah, no, that, that's good enough, though. I have an idea yeah, of gives, like how big the island is. It gives us an idea. Not huge. You Not probably huge. walk across... I mean, relatively in, a, well, let's say a week to make it not an obscenely large island. Right. I mean, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Loving it. I'm loving it, too. The cheerless isle. I like the fingers. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm from the fingers. <laughs> I had an uncle who had a house up in the fingers. <laughs> yeah, fine. Great property. Home. Yes, yes, great property. Airbnb? Yeah. They, yeah, they'll have them. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> no rent control, nothing affordable. Um, Airbnb yeah. in Balmora. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Cool. I love it. I'm about this life. Um, you're each going to get a slight intro, so bear with me. I'll start with... I love it. I can't wait. Sweet. Because I just didn't want to start in a tavern. Yes. I refused. Perfect. I'm not really going to set the setting, as long as you're fine. Well, I guess you would know this. You're on a ship. I'm on a ship. I'm on a boat. You wouldn't somehow... Because <laughs> you wouldn't somehow be on a boat and not know it. Yeah. Unless you'd been Shanghai'd. Um, on a boat, it's dark. You sort of wake to prodding and you hear my name's Pip, sir Captain sent me to get you Pip? Yeah, Captain sent me Oh, yes The ship's sort of Good day, Pip Good day, sir It's dark in here Perhaps perhaps a little light and I just like immediately start emanating light off of my body uh, You see that Pip is a fairly like 
maybe he's like 14, 16, he's pretty pale and kind of a gangly, very thin beanpole kind of a person. Okay. A little uh, meek and mild-mannered. Right then, Pip. Um, Lead me to the captain. Of course, sir. You see him start walking up through kind of, you're going through where there's all these other people in hammocks and kind of, you know, you've got people's trunks and other luggage there, but you're clearly in like economy class. Yeah, I'm trying not to like bump anyone, but I'm also very bright and probably disturbing anyone I walk past at this point. Might be able to turn that down a bit. Ah, the light of the father and the sun will shine as bright as the evening sun, my friend. Um, no, I believe I can't do that. All right, a little faster then. And you see Pip kind of pick up the pace. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Christopher like, how she's, uh, hurries along and he's like, pardon me, pardon me, oh, I'm very sorry. Shield your eyes if it is too bright. <laughs> so you're basically at kind of, it's just a narrow ladder kind of stairway kind of thing getting up and then you'll see Pip kind of go up it he'll climb up which is up onto the like main deck uh, I, I give the brief prayer of ascension as I do any time that I rise in level um, as the morning sun will do um, and then I I, I I bring myself to the surface of the boat <laughs> you get up there and you can see there's kind of a, a handful of other people that are kind of being corralled onto the deck you can see there's obviously a bunch of deck hands they're you know Tying things down, furling, unfurling sails as needed. Not that's all my boat terminology. Perfect. It's daytime. Is it? Uh, it's like evening, dusk. Oh, dusk. So there's like a little bit of some see light on the horizon. You've kind of overcast skies where if you look off, you kind of get that reddish. Perfect. The, I immediately turn away from Pip towards the sun, and I uh, staring directly at it, unblinking. Um, <clears throat> I, I I begin disrobing my chest. Uh, and exposing my chest to the red sun with my eyes wide. And I turn to Pip and I say, um, You know, the father, when he sacrificed the son, he, he made it so the blessings we would fall upon his son's blood upon our chest. They would cure us, wash away all sins we may have committed. Quickly now, Pip, out with your chest. Feel a little of that blood on it. Pip seems very uncomfortable, but he's also somewhat curious, and he figures why not. He kind of undoes <clears throat> that top button, and he's not full shirt, but he's sort of nervously looking around, very aware that he's not doing what he's supposed to be <laughs> doing, and he sort of half turns and pulls kind of his shirt a little bit open to the sun. Yes, that's right. Whatever few sins you may have with your young years, may they be washed away. Pip's sort of smiling, nodding. You kind of get the idea he might not fully get it. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah, got yeah. that awkwardness. Yeah. Right then, Pip, enough of this. And I, I button up my, my vestments. <laughs> Pip's pretty accustomed to this kind of behavior on the ship. <laughs> Pip's sorting like the whipping boy on the ship, so he's just sort of... Willing to, to go with of... whatever happens. Uh, Pip sort of like grabs your sleeve and he's like, Right, sir, over here, please. And sort of drags you towards this already kind of corralled group of people. Okay. Uh, I saddle up. Perfect. Now we're going to switch to Oliver Twisted. Oliver! <laughs> you also wake and know that you're on a ship, but you're being prodded. 
very clearly with a heavy club by a very large man. What? What? What do you want? Come on, up with you. Captain wants you on deck. Come on, Pipper. And I'll, I scoop up my little chicken who's asleep next to me, yes. put it into my beard, crawls in and starts chirping away. I know it's fucking early. Let's go, Pipper. This brute kind of just raises an eyebrow, but he doesn't say anything beyond that. And he's just kind of motions for you to follow. You're getting dragged through the kind of the same area, but you clearly were put off in the back corner of the ship. You were less... Friendly looking. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, take me to the captain. Follow me and mind yourself. Don't wake the others. And sort of. I'll do my best. He's gonna drag you over. You'll also get to that same stairwell. He's gonna go up. He's gonna wait for you at the top. All right, I climb up. I'm a really big guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to look at you. A little strange that you keep a bird with you. Yeah, that's that's my cousin, Pip. Uh, sure. Your no, really, cousin. it's my blood-related cousin, Pip. Oh. He goes everywhere I go. All right. I'm... The best companion a man could ever have. Pip, say hello. See? He's just kind of nodding. He's... Not 100%. Where's the captain? Let's go. He's going to drag you over. You're also going to end up in the same corralled group. You'll stand on this ship. (laughs) Do I see um, Christopher bearing his chest to the sun? Yes, I want that in there. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, so while Pip and Christopher are bearing their chest to the sun, you'll have come up. They have not yet fully made it to the group because they're standing there. Oh, my God. Did I just take Pip's name for my chicken's name? We'll work it in. Yeah, I'm sorry. I love it. Like, <laughs> oh, you're a pip. Yeah. Meet pip, pip. <laughs> yes. Okay. Love it. Um, you'll also see the same thing. You see that they're clearly just burying their chests, or Christopher is. Pip seems a little uncomfortable, but they're burying their chests towards this setting sun with you know overcast skies and a little break above the water. I've heard of this. We see a lot of strange things on this boat. You gotta let the sun in, man. That's right. Let it in. Let it wash away your sins. Uh, I I turn around and bend over and lift my kilt. You gotta let it in. (laughs) Uh, Christopher is looking like totally approving of this. He's like, generally I save that for my morning rituals, but... I see your evening al- pair. Yeah, I've always preferred the, the evening penetration of the sun. Uh, <laughs> Let it wash over all of your body. Absolutely. Uh, we'll just let's let's move along. I I appreciate this, but it is a little out of the ordinary. <laughs> That's true. I put my kilt back down. <laughs> As we're like re-robing, Christopher's like sticks his hand out to Oliver. He's like, pleasure to meet you. I'm Christopher Young Husband. Christopher, great to meet you. Uh, They call me Olive. Olive. Olive for short. Oliver Twisted is the full name. And this is is my friend Pip. Actually, my cousin. Blood related. And I kind of open up my beard. What a beautiful fowl you have there. 
Thanks. Thanks. Oh, quite nice. Quite nice. Yeah. Blood relation. Tell you the story later. Oh, it's wild. Quite excited. <laughs> Perhaps I could share a few tales of uh, the Sunfather as well with you. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like already pulling out a. a oh, whoa, my, whoa, my whoa. Bible. Let's do it later. Let's do it later. Let's do it later. Oh, see yeah. It later. yeah, yeah. Uh, can't wait to read some passages. Yes. Uh, yeah. Let's see what the captain has in store. All right. Yeah. Pip's going to just be very curious and. Is that bird's name Pip? Yeah. That's the same name as me. Wait, wait. No way. You're Pip? I'm Pip. Pip. Meet Pip. And I open my beard back up and Pip jumps out and kind of like does a chicken fly kind of thing where he can (laughs) barely fly and like goes on the guy's shoulder and gives him a couple pecks. Pip seems overjoyed. All right, Pip. Back, back, Back in bed. I pull him back into my beard. The ca- Shut the drapes. Um, basically, you're going to hear now. Captain basically starts, you hear him barking orders. You can hear that he's now up on that kind of main deck with the ship's wheel, and he's up there. And you hear him yell out, and you hear him, and he says, I probably don't need to preface with what he says. I'll get better. <laughs> he's, come on, the lot of you. There's something you're going to want to see here, just over there. And as you gaze out, you notice there's this odd turbulence in the water and it's this massive whirlpool and you can start to hear it as they get closer it's this audible kind of roar and you can't quite tell where its edges are just quite how big it is captain shouldn't we be steering away from the whirlpool oh no oh wow (laughs) (laughs) i loved it Not away from it. No, no, no. We'll use it to actually catapult ourselves quite a bit. Shave off half a day of sailing. Well, you're the captain. (laughs) Oh, this is the part I love. You'll see Pip is very much shaking where he's standing. And he's, I hate this part the most. (laughs) And he is absolutely hating this. And the captain's, now you see him just sort of shouting, barking orders. People are battening everything down. The sail's been furled, tied up, and your ship is basically, you're going to have it, it's going to coast on that inner rim, kind of like a basketball going around the rim, and you feel it picking up speed, and you feel kind of the ropes and everything shaking. You hear the, hold on, Pip. Pip's going to wrap his arms and legs around your foot and basically hold on. (laughs) Size just changed. (laughs) (laughs) And basically, you you hear like the timbers of the ship kind of like creaking under this pressure and the sailors are all kind of moving about great but this group of people you with you know and they're all you know adventurers of some sort and they see a lot of them starting to get nervous you know this is brand new and not often you're spinning around a whirlpool and then no uh christopher's not like stoked um and also very nervous and he's like should, should we be uh bracing ourselves for this that <laughs> he's like grabbing on to whatever might be tied down to the ship. And, like, trying to, like, and there's plenty. There, you know, you've got your cargo on top of the big heavy cargo nets holding it down. You could easily put your arm through there or both and just kind of hold on. The sailors, you know, their decks pitch, but you're not, you know, 45 degrees. But it's it's definitely enough that you would kind of feel a little nervous. Yeah. Um, Captain looks over and he's kind of like, gaze into that! That be the ma! And he just points <laughs> down and you see just where this water just drops and it just gets black. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, um, Christopher peers down as deep as he can into it, 120 feet into darkness, uh, and he, it keeps going beyond that. Yeah, it's like, uh, into the darkest depths we go then, I suppose. <sighs> Olive is just, like, not exactly sure what the fuck is going on right now, but he's just, like, really stoked that he made a new friend, so that's kind of what he's thinking about, and he's just kind of, like, taking in the view, just, like, totally not having any idea that he's about to whatever's about like, to happen like a wind and sea spray yeah and just he's just loving it, yeah <laughs> just, it's very picturesque it's like billowing hair and pip is like holding on for dear life yeah just absolutely wrapped around your leg which is huge so. but he's just stoked to be on an adventure yes <laughs> so basically ships can go around twice and at the last time it basically shoots out and you kind of realize you know the ship's feels almost more like it's skipping across the waves as much mm. as, you know, really sitting in it. Um, and basically, off in the distance, this is where you'll see Maelstrom Keep, um, appropriately named. Um, so you're kind of coming in through this southern area, and you'll be basically docking at the kind of the quay or pier. Um, at Maelstrom Keep, you kind of see all of the sailors on deck are, are getting things kind of unfettered. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, you know, they're getting everything ready for docking. You see people throwing lines and getting ready for that, and you're kind of sailing in, and you're still on deck with this little group of other adventurers that are all kind of nervously just talking back and forth. Sweet. Uh, like, how far did we skip across the water? Like, quite a ways, I mean, right? Let's say enough that it would have been past the horizon. Fuck, dude. Just like, just absolutely broken. Just 15 miles of just obscene sailing. I love that. Uh, Okay, yeah. uh, Christopher is just like in shock and awe. And he's like, quite quite the maneuvering captain. Um, Can't can't say I've ever experienced anything like it. Uh, He like straightens up and brushes himself off, peering out uh, at Maelstrom Keep. (sighs) Ah. That is the place, isn't it? And as you kind of look, you see that the the keep itself is built up high off the cliffs. And it's just, you see the rest of the city kind of comes down to the waterline and where the piers are and everything and wharf. Uh, and the city kind of just wraps up and around. And at the top of this big bluff is where this massive kind of fortress keep is on top of. Beautiful. I, I think Olive is just kind of like, just very fucking excited and he's just like chittering with Pip and also like talking with all the other adventurers like we finally made it we're here and they're kind of now you kind of hear them talking amongst themselves and you can hear that they're kind of talking about you know money they're talking about you know being sell swords you can start to see that they've got you know some of short swords a few bows and you kind of get the idea you know they've probably come here mercenary work or something to that effect okay so you kind of sail in with them Lines are thrown, the boat's kind of pulling up to dock. Captain's gonna kind of be walking around, he's off doing his own thing. So I don't have to do his accent and fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, off with you in the cargo. And he's sort of just throwing his hands to you. You know, you're just same as cargo, just ready to be unloaded. Saddled up next to Olive um, in the deembarkation line. And uh, I am like, so what brings you here to the Cheerless Isle. Um, well, to be honest, 
uh, I just kind of snuck up on this boat because I needed a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I was extremely tired, and uh, this guy just woke me up. Like, I don't know if somebody woke you like five minutes ago, and he told me to come see the captain. No idea how we got here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's beautiful, and I'm excited to be here. What about you, Chris? Um... Yes, uh, something something a bit similar. Winds of fate have a way of blowing you in the right direction. It seems like they blew us together. I'm feeling pretty well blown about it myself. Yes. <laughs> um, he is the one, isn't he? Yes. Yes! <laughs> is that a hundred yard stare? Yeah, he's just like, Chris sort of just zones out looking like way over... Um, Olive shoulder and uh, mutter something to himself before snapping back to attention. Uh, well, after you then, good friend. Uh, all right. Can I start you heading skip towards down. the ramp yep. or whatever? You skip down the gangplank? Yes, look at him. Such poise and grace. You'll do nicely. I try to follow you. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> what did you say? It's all well. All well here. After you, my good friend. As I am a few steps behind all Keep of Keep an down. eye on him, Pip. Keep yeah, an Pip kind of like him, jumps Tony. up on my shoulder and <laughs> looks behind me. <laughs> so you're basically being escorted. You know, you've got everyone else just walking down the quay towards the, the start of the pier. And there's kind of a small like guard checkpoint. You notice there's a bunch of guards. There's a few in plate mail and these big black, you know, pauldrons, just kind of heavy plate mail. That's this like black painted or shiny black metal it's clearly steel but it's very like ornamental (laughs) gothic yes (laughs) Uh, and there's just you know it's basically a checkpoint and as as you guys are kind of brought to it you can hear that they're kind of picking people out they're you know people that are traders or come here you know to be at the market what have you they're clearly being shuffled to one side and you see kind of a guy standing on a box and he's clearly picking people out you see him point at christopher points at Olive and he's going to basically be kind of waving you guys over and you see there's you know there's a bunch of people milling about but you're clearly being filtered this direction or being summoned Olive and it's kind of the same group of guys that were on that deck with you those kind of other adventurers have also been pulled with you so you're kind of sort of still in this milling group of cell swords and other adventurers as well and basically calls you over and goes commander's got a call out for any able-bodied fighting people. You I see you noticed, huh? This able body. <laughs> you are clearly something that he would need. How about yourself? You've got a an aura about you that I can't quite place, but it seems to show that you are maybe a fighting man of some sort. I am quite the warrior, yes. You'll be perfect. And he basically brings you through the checkpoint. <clears throat> and kind of you guys are brought up up kind of through town so you kind of go near like the central square and you see it's all of these covered tents you know kind of pitched and there's this big open area and you've got kind of an outdoor open market you see people selling charms there's you know various skewers of meat people selling fish it's it's uh, very much a farmer's market of the fantasy realm so you've got you know various people selling oh magic scrolls and potions and snake oil salesmen and all the rest and you kind of get led up this way and 
as you're brought up towards the keep, you notice that the buildings themselves get, they're nicer. They seem more built from stone, not thatch roofs, but, you know, timber and all the rest. So, and as you get kind of closer up there, um, you see the keep and you can also see this great kind of cylindrical tower that's up there as well. It's kind of a very tall building, kind of nestled amongst, like kind of in the inner courtyard of the keep. So basically you get up to the gate, you brought through, it's another checkpoint, and I'm going to take you... As we get up there, I'm attaching um, the the cheerless aisles charm that I bought at the <laughs> farmer's market. I'm attaching it to my great axe. And as I do that, you can see that there's many others. <laughs> Trinkets. Yeah, like little like, souvenir spoons. Yeah, it's very loud. It's just like, clink, 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 clink. Like, you know. I love that. It's beautiful, uh, though. <laughs> and so you'll basically be brought into Maelstrom Keep itself, which is a large rectangular building. You can see that there's a, a long carpeted area basically up to this raised platform where you can see kind of these two smaller chairs and one large chair in the middle where you see a very large orc wearing also kind of, uh, he's got a mixture of like chain mail and some, you know, pieces of plate, like a sh- one shoulder pauldron and, you know, a gauntlet, you know, so he's kind of on this like piecemeal armor set, but he's huge. He kind of dwarfs the chair that he sits in <laughs> and kind of as you come in, you know, all these, there's four big tables in here and basically you see there's, you know, various guards, there's archers, what have you. I mean, they don't have their gear, but they're, they're clearly, you know, working here, they live here, they're part of the guard (laughs) Um, for lack of a phrase Um, and so they're kind of milling around here, it's generally a a buzz and there's, you know braziers? No, that's what people wear, brazers there's braziers everywhere everywhere. (laughs) I think we just missed the party (laughs) Um, but there's brazers, you know so it's pretty well lit, you've got windows you can see there's various doors and you see there's also some guard station there and it's you know you've basically got these champions which are in yep is this the tower that we walked into no no this is like the main hall for the keep okay yeah is there a beautiful view from the window this is kind of like nestled i'm just like looking into walls basically because it's like a closed keep yeah okay so you can look out and i guess you could see over the walls but it's not like it's looking down and out. Okay. Yeah. It's much more a fortress than a leisurely place. Okay. Cool. So windows are, are there for light, but not so much for looking out of. Yeah, totally. And kind of as you get closer, you notice this next to this orc is this kind of veiled figure. He's got his hood drawn, kind of a wizard-like robes on him. Not stars and bright blue, but something to that effect. You can clearly tell he's of some sort of mage's guild. That guy seems mysterious, Chris. He's got uh, an arcane vibe about him. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm picking that up too, man. Yeah. Um, and you guys will be basically brought up to the platform. And um, good, good day, Mr. Mayor. What was his name again? Did you hear his name being said? Okay, yes, uh, I heard you have a summons for adventuring folk such as herself. You clearly see that he's, you know, was kind of preoccupied, but he now kind of looks directly at you. <clears throat> I am 
Commander Bartok. Commander, yes, Bartok. I appreciate you've come to my summons. I have great need for you adventurers. Yes, I drop him a little curtsy. You know, like he smiles. <laughs> Quick wing. The light of Paylor is here to shine upon us all. What can we do for you? Yes, yes. Oh, you believe in Paylor. He's got that grand tower here. I'd have never found much use grand for it. Tower? Paylor, you say? It's some temple, uh, radiant servant, or whatever those fools call themselves run it here. Uh, is this something that uh, Christopher would be aware of? Yes. Uh, it's like... It, I figured oh, it was kind of part of your... My whole pilgrimage here. Uh, maybe. But I didn't want to, like, steamroll it. So I okay, no, no, I no, just no, 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 yeah. put that temple there. That's, like, yeah, definitely why Christopher... A big reason why he's here, among others, but that's a big reason. Yes, of course, the, the Tower of Palor. Uh, I've traveled far to come see it. I've honestly never been in it. Well, I've never found a use for words or prayers when a great sword does so much better. <laughs> I agree! <laughs> Time and a place. Kind of awkward. Christopher sort of bites his tongue and swallows his words. <clears throat> uh, very well. And uh, what is it again? You, we are we are here for. Well, I've gathered you, as you can see, and he's got a map on a table. <gasps> this is my. This is where it's going to originally come in. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> cartography work here. You'll have to talk to the mage. He's the one who made it. Oh, yes. So he basically points here, and he's kind of like, you can see most of our forces are kept down here around Maelstrom Keep, and we take care of Greenmire and the rest of the farmlands. But we don't have enough men and soldiers to, to basically get around the rest of this island, and so we basically outsource. Hmm. Little bit of a clearing work. Very much so. Something that maybe we wouldn't want on our hands, however, for enough gold, perhaps you would be willing to get that blood on yours. So, so why are we here? Straight to the point. <laughs> I like that. He's just like a little slow. Like <laughs> he doesn't fully understand what he's saying. He's just kind of like distracted by all the fucking. But you're speaking like shiny shit. Too. He love. He is. He is so sure that you know that you're just cutting to the point. <laughs> he's impressed so far. He's so we had reports from Greenmire. In a single night, almost all of the town's children vanished. The thing is, there's only two ways out of Greenmire. None of those children wouldn't have gone through there. You have here, the Guardians, two towers and a bridge. They're always manned, and there's always watchmen out there, and the southern route is always patrolled with guards. Nobody saw anything. They have called on us, but we cannot get out there, and we don't have enough forces to search the hillsides and country. So, us? You want us to do it? The goal is those of you that are willing to, you would step forward and I would certainly ensure that if you do this task for me, I'll give you writs of passage to travel anywhere on this island. Hmm. Think of the children, Olive. Okay. The children are the true light yeah. of our future. I, I mean, yeah, I think oh. we'd make a good team for this. What do you think, Chris? And he, like, kind of... Looks, looks around. I think between you and me, we're the best of the bunch in this whole crowd. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but it seems like it. <laughs> I think uh, if anyone's got a chance of finding these kids, it's obviously us. Yeah. 
So in line for this, so basically everyone but two people are left. So it's basically you and two others. And you see that the rest of them kind of seem a little sketchy. This seems a little bit more than they were really interested in. They're here more for a quick buck, less of a sent on a quest. Mm, not the kind of work for your average tomb robber, if you know what I mean. No, it's not. Sort of looks over. Those of you unwilling to take this on, please go with my magister and mage, Cassio. Cassio. <laughs> and yes, I did have to change his last name from Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so basically you watch Cassio lead these four other adventurers basically out through this side door. The, the ones who don't want to go on the child rescuing. Okay. Yeah, so they're basically led out. Um, and you kind of notice that of these other two people with you, that one of them seems awkwardly gangly. Yeah, I'm and definitely eyeing these, these two dudes, or two people with us. <laughs> And you see Commander Bartok kind of gazes over them. He's like, well, drop your hoods and might as well introduce yourselves. You see the hood drop, and it's very clearly Pip, who has snuck off the boat. <gasps> Pip? What are you doing here, man? I didn't want to go back around the mall. I couldn't do another one. Yeah, I mean, I get that, I guess. I mean, it seemed pretty like a fucking fun ride to me, but if you can't take it... What do you got to bring to the table, Pip? Well, we sort of uh, did everything, but I used to mostly work for the cook. Okay. Camp cook? I like the sound of that. Bartok's going to kind of look over and... You seem far too small, far too skinny to be in a place like this, unless you two, three, are... Well now, Bartok. The greatest light that shines is that of a child's soul. What better light to guide us to children than a child? Right? <laughs> and we all, I mean, we all started off as like scrawny little squirts, you know? Little tater tots, our mom's ovens, like. You can't tell me you don't look in those eyes and see your own looking back. We all started there sometime. Yeah. If you don't mind carrying the weight, then by all means, We'll I mean, he's going to carry the bags. <laughs> I like that Let's idea. Let's get that straight. <laughs> we do need to put some muscles on you, Pip. All right? And we'll send him to the blacksmith. We'll get him geared up there. Oh. I like the sounds of that. And the other one is a man who introduces himself as Sneed Norvis. No, I'm not doing that accent. <laughs> I'm using my own voice. <laughs> he says, I'm Sneed Norvis. I was a pikeman. I served in the king's army long, long ago, but... I don't have anything anymore, and I figured I could always get work. I've served as a soldier, and I was part of the first breach of Antioch, and figure, why not serve? That's quite the resume. You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you're fit for the job, Mr. Norvis. I mean, if you're okay with that, Chris. I want to run everything by you first. Partners, no, right? right? Well, yes, this one will do, too. Yes. Wait, what? This one will do, yes. I mean, yes. He looks like a great warrior who could rustle up some kids in a heartbeat. Let's... I agree to this. More the merrier. Pip, keep an eye on him. Are you talking to the chicken or the kid? Kind of both. <laughs> he looks up and he just nods. I mean, it's going to get confusing, so I'm just talking to both of them at all times. Perfect. <laughs> you see his head 
on his very narrow neck just bobbing up and down, yes, pretty dramatically. All right. I'm going to force you to go to this part. Yeah, I'm going to force you to go to the smith for one reason. Okay. So you're going to go and kind of – so those people were taken out. Adventurers followed Cassio through this door. You exit basically the left door, and that's going to take you down a hall where the smith's room is. Um, when you get in there, you notice it's a forge. You can see a forge, anvil. There's swords, shields, various armor, you know, hung on the walls. But at the forge is this huge centaur. Oh. <laughs> God, we look at the legs on that one. <laughs> Wait, is it what kind of what kind of centaur is it? He's just the regular kind. Okay, I didn't want to find it <laughs> at first. <laughs> oh yeah, horse on top, man on bottom for sure. Okay, cool. It's just a traditional centaur. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know if I could have too much. I was like, how did he hold his smithing weapons with his hooves? <laughs> Used his feet. <laughs> oh, his front feet, his front hands. And he's gonna—he'll see you as you guys kind of come in. He's, you know, still swinging the hammer, you see sparks flying. He's gonna look over. So, can I ask a quick question? Mm-hmm. In this world, is are like creatures like centaurs pretty common? Like, would we have been a, like seen a lot of different races? And you would at least know them, but centaurs would be more traditionally like nomadic, like so ranging. Fucking rare. Have we seen them in the books? Yeah, yeah. like kind of like seeing elk. You know of them. You see photos, <laughs> but it's it'd be rare to totally. see. Totally. Okay. Um, but they are out there. You don't typically see them, maybe in a city. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you see him put his hammer down, and he rotates around to face you guys. And he looks at you both. Name's Charlie Broninson. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Charlie. Hey, Mr. Charlie. Mr. Broningson. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It seems you need weapons, armor, smithing of some sort. Uh, I like to go all natural on the armor front, but a weapon. like the sounds of that. You seem to have one already. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This old thing. I could <laughs> give you another, but it may be far <laughs> inferior. I know, this thing's great, right? I just start jingling all my charms and everything. <laughs> uh, perhaps we could uh, get young Master Pip here outfitted for a battle. Uh, some some sort of, uh, maybe a skull cap or a, a pike? And you seem sort of like leaning around trying to like see Pip. This Pip's kind of narrow and still tucked. I open you. my beard and show him Pip. So we need some battle barding for this young rooster. <laughs> <laughs> I move out of the way because I'm assuming Pip's behind me. Yeah, and there's this one gangly little Pip. And for Pip, he picks out just a little leather kind of little hauberk, you know, little vest. That is a great fit, Pip. And you see him kind of picking up different swords, and he just keeps going through them, and he just comes back with this tiny knife and sort of puts it down goes, I'll give him something it looks like he can handle. <laughs> For the best. 
can we put a little cork on the end for now before he uh, <laughs> learns? Ties the hilt to the actual scabbard so it can't be pulled out. Perfect. We'll work on it. And it's got a little belt, and you see Pip kind of awkwardly wearing a belt that's clearly for a man around his chest instead <laughs> his of his waist. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks over at Sneed, and Sneed's kind of... I'm using my voice. Sneed's a spear, maybe just chain mail. I don't, I don't need anything fancy. I never had it in the army in the first place. And he gets his gear, maybe a chain skirt. Nice. I like full. this guy. Yeah, he doesn't ask for much. No, he's perfect. Yeah. I think it's a, he'll get a skull cap. I like skull caps. <laughs> maybe the little thing that goes down over the nose. Yes, yes. Um, so basically, you guys are kitted up. Uh, Charlie Bronenson's kind of. He's like, great, if you ever need anything, I'm, I'm a great smith, but I don't have anything for your bird. Well, think about it. I'm sure there's a big market. He rummages around. <laughs> He's got, like, scraps of chain mail. And he sort of just breaks some of the links in the center and creates, you know, a, maybe a couple inch size hole. Toss. <laughs> and he just kind of tosses it over to you. And Pip just jumps out of my beard and catches it. A little necklace, a little chain. He's chain got a chainmail poncho. Skirt. Yeah, it's like a chainmail poncho. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, this this will do great. If you couldn't fly <laughs> now. You definitely yeah, won't. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> so. Okay. Um. So from here, basically. You would basically track back, but from here, I mean, you guys were basically given a little bit of a, like a temporary pass. So if you were to run into like a group of guards or a patrol or something, you'd show this and it's clearly a, you know, written by the commander. It says, you know, great, valid for, let's say four days. Right. Our, um, our travel permit. Yeah. Perfect. So you guys get a little travel permit. Um, so from here, uh, I was originally going to do this. I don't know if it makes sense anymore, but I was going to say, since this is supposed to be a giant map, um, if anyone has, like, pen, ink, paper, anything to draw... Yes? Um, <laughs> if you want to <laughs> sketch that, you could also just take a photo. I'm fine with that, too. Um, but I also am fine with leaving the map out because I realize that maybe this is more of a pain than not. <laughs> to draw it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I could take the time real quick, but maybe a, maybe a quick pick. <clears throat> yeah, let's just do that for now. Just I can draw it between sesh, mm -hmm. uh, and I'll do it in a distorted way where it's, like, done by memory, maybe. If that's, um, let me do it without the flash. Yeah, I mean, and you can go off of that. It's, that's totally fine. I just figured it would be, my original idea was that it was going to be there and then give a minute for you guys to, like, sketch it out. And now I was gonna take it away. Ah, okay. I'll time myself with a minute. That's totally fine. <laughs> when I when I, when I that sketch it fun. up. Sounds um, And uh, so a quick jaunt across the bridge and uh, and to the north after the the next fork here, I believe. That's what I have sketched down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you'd be going to Greenmire. Yeah. Is that off, off to Greenmire, I suppose. Unless we have any business in town, another keychain. No, I got my charm. I'm, I'm yeah. good. Or if you want to check in at oh, the temple. Yes. Um, 
Perhaps I, I, I best check in with my, um, with the clergy at the temple, and uh, maybe a, a quick, quick hike up the tower. Just one for for good measure, right? Yes. What do you say, Olive? Yeah, I love exercise. Mr. Sneed? I could do that. I also could stock up on some supplies and grab torches and rations, and I can get us just stocked up for this. God, I like this guy. Let's put him on quartermaster duty. Yes. This anyway, that sounds great. He's earning his keep already. So he's going to kind of take off towards the square. Pip is, is pretty enamored with you both, and he's kind of a little, little clingy, but not in a bad way. He doesn't like interrupt. He's just happy to be included. Yes, I think it's very important that we make sure that Pip sees from the top of the tower. Yeah, he needs to learn the ropes. Let's go. And the tower's pretty easy to pick out. I mean, it's, it, you know, this this building is a fortress and here's this tower that kind of reaches up to the sky and it's very tall, giant windows kind of around it. That would be the door, kind of front altar area, but it's got windows kind of all around it, uh, kind of a cathedral of light, um, mm. and it kind of extends up, and I couldn't figure out how to do it on here, but there's also kind of this stairwell that basically wraps around the interior wall mm. that basically takes you up to the top of this tower. Sweet. And so when you kind of get in here, you can hear there's very clearly, like, hymns just kind of, like, permeating here. Oh. Paler rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful song. That is exactly how it sounds. Um, and you come in, and while while that chant is happening, um, it's very ethereal, and you can see there's not anyone like in here singing. It just seems to radiate this hymn throughout the building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Christopher would probably immediately head towards the altar, like bow to his knee, and start um, giving his prayers uh, to Paylor. Um, maybe something along the lines of, uh, uh, in this message we heard from him and declare to you light is the light, and in him there's nothing but darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship within him, yet we talk within the darkness, we lie, we do not live truth and on and on something along those lines you kind of hear this like clinking sound and you hear this ah the true son of Pelor. ah he who walks within light yes it is i pastor christopher young husband to whom do i have the pleasure i am his father's lords i'm gonna mess that up because you <laughs> the father uh i am morgan pasham and this is the temple that i run for our Lord Pelor. Ah, yes. May the Father Son's light shine upon you. Uh, what was his name again? Sorry. Uh, Morgan. Morgan. Pashan. Morgan. Pashan. Um, you run the temple here. I do. I have been so blessed. It is not often we see Pelor's children out here as much. Yes, well, uh, when duty calls. Ah, you come with the mission. Of, of sorts, I've, I've come when I've heard the call. Of course. Of what I'm not sure yet, but something here is, requires Paylor's attention, and I as his vassal. Of course, you must, for when Paylor calls, there is no higher calling. Mm. 
True words. And how are things here at the temple? The temple runs well enough. Nobody seems to come here very more, but this land does not seem loved by the gods. Well, perhaps they just haven't seen the light. Of course. Are you going to be going up the tower? Oh, yes, of course. I have uh, came a long way to see from the heavens. That is how I know you're a true son of Pelor. You cannot resist seeing the world from the top of the tower as he might. Chris, you coming? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like running up the stairs. <laughs> Another true believer, I see. He's uh, impressed me with his, his knowledge of our ways, though uh, slightly bastardized. I, I believe I uh, shan't let such a heathen beat me to the top now, shall I? As I begin uh, frantically running up the, up the stairs. And I'm assuming you guys have like left any packs or anything you've had with Pip, right? Uh, no, I make sure Pip is coming to quickly. Pip, uh, okay, to the top. He's got all of our bags, but he's coming. No, no, he's absolutely coming up. But you see, he's like you're on, you know, like stair thirty, and he's still on like stair two, just kind of <laughs> holding bags in both arms and just being like, on my way. <laughs> There's like a very childlike joy of. Is like Oliver is like running up the stairs. He's just like kind of laughing maniacally, but like in a fun way. Like not evil maniacally. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's enjoying himself. Yeah, um, Christopher is is pleased with his enthusiasm, but he's also quite pleased with uh, Pip's slow, steady pace because it reminds him of the rising sun. And he like thinks about that for a while, and then he hears in the back of his head, "Quickly now to the top, it waits." Hey, yes, of course, of course, Tommy. Yes, of course. Uh, Chris, did you say something? Uh, I'm very excited to get to the top. <laughs> oh, me too. The speed just gets faster. <laughs> okay, so at the top, you're kind of. So basically you're kind of right here in the keep and you kind of look to the north and you just see there's this kind of vast lush greenery that's right along the river and you see that it travels up you can see the bridge that you're overlooking and you see these large towers that kind of dot the landscape right along the water. Um, you can kind of see these mountain ranges off in the distance as well. I mean they're a day away so I guess they're not all that far. Um, they're not Mount Everest side. Right. Think more like the Olympic mountains. Um, not anywhere near where we are. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm in Mount Olympus in Greece. <laughs> um, so basically you can kind of see that, and then uh, you kind of notice there's also a lot of just kind of, uh, just outside of that green area you see it's just like tall grass, kind of like Midwestern plains kind of look to it. Um, and so I'm guessing this would have taken with the ship and everything else, um, it would still be kind of like night. Do you guys want to rest before taking off? Perhaps at first light is the best time to start your day. Yeah. Breathe in that fresh sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> right, Chris? Exactly. Breathe it in. 
all the way in. <laughs> um, and you guys could crash at the keep. So, I mean, like, Bartok has, you know, guardsman barracks that you'd basically be able to stay at. Um, Sneed would be meeting you back, basically, at the keep anyways. Um, right, yeah, he still has to collect all those things. I mean, you best see the last rays of the setting sun from here and then uh, be on our way tomorrow morning. Yeah, are we at the top? Have we made it? Pip's okay, like just sure getting <laughs> to there as you guys are kind of like finalizing things. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like soaked with sweat. <laughs> All right, Pip, you ready to go? No, All right, then, back down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably uh, admire the architecture here. I'd take some fine notes of like... Uh, is this is this building old? Old like those mysterious towers, or not that old? It's kind of uh, I envision kind of more like leaning tower of Pisa, kind of like circular, old but not made of that like same material right. as like the towers or the keep itself. Right, that are still this like older stone. Yeah, not like prehistory old, but like still old, old enough that it's been on the island a while. Mm, yeah, um, an antique of yeah. its age. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so I'm like admiring it, and, and I'm like taking far too long to explain like really obscure facts about like an architect who worked on like a particular railing in the tower and like his whole story within the church. Um, I'm imagining it more in like a Roman architecture style. A lot of like archways where light is just kind of like beaming through, and then big windows everywhere in between. Um, and you would very clearly be extremely knowledgeable about this. I mean, it's yeah, I, all the styles. I also, I, it's not on my character sheet, but I also have like the guidebook to um, about this tower. It's like more of a pamphlet that <laughs> I have the I have the pamphlet that my church gives out to pilgrims who want to come see this tower. So I've like I've got yeah, I'm pretty knowledgeable as far as uh, a threefold goes. <laughs> Are the windows open, or is it just... They're more just... I mean, they're, like, quasi, like, stained glass, oh, or like, okay. light-colored, so all the light that's coming in is kind of, like, prismatic and bright. Okay, yeah. He's just, uh... All of just fucking enjoying the view. Just breathing it all in. New air. New adventure. <laughs> new friends. Just taking a moment. Um, okay, so at this point, like, I mean, Sneed would be getting back. Um, I had it in mind that there's a night market. Oh. So yeah. it still operates, but it's, you're not going to find all the same stuff. But what okay. he would be going and looking for, adventuring gear, I mean, torches are going to be helpful for him. No ability to see in the dark. Um, so he's gotten that. He's gotten various bedrolls, some camping supplies, rope, and basic adventurer's kit. Mm. Um, and he'll basically... I think he could probably gather enough some shopping bags so anything that you guys want that you have on your list if it, or that you would add like adventuring stuff if you wanted to add torches or anything like that um, um i would say that you could absolutely add it to so be your general like what's in the adventurer's backpack gotcha cool cool yeah i've um i would ask him to pick me up some rope okay he can absolutely do that do you have like a 50 feet, 25 feet? 
I want a 50-foot spool of, uh, of hempen rope. Not the, that expensive soft stuff, you know. A little rope burn lets you know <laughs> the, the suffering of the sun, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think Olive's a pretty bare-bones kind of guy, but he would definitely love a couple torches because he can't see for shit. <laughs> and Pip gets, like, a, a cast-iron pan to just add to his pack and already heavy bag. The bird? No. no. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get it next. But, uh, do you want, like, a pound of bird seed? Yeah, I mean, I think Pip couldn't, like, forage for his own food. That's true. <laughs> Chickens are really good at that. Finding yeah. a worm here and there, yeah. you know. <laughs> or I'll find it, you know. I could also see, yeah, all of plucking out of the ground. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, so you guys rest. You guys can also carouse in the keep if you wanted. Is there a railing going down the whole tower? Yeah. I think Olive slides down the railing to get to the bottom. <laughs> Unless we're staying in the tower, but I think we're going to the keep to sleep, right? Yeah, we're, we're going down those stairs again. Okay. So. We yeah. roll me an acrobatics. <laughs> sure. Um, before you, you like, when you're climbing up on the rail, I say, wait, 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 and I put my hand on you. I say, uh, be guided by the light of the Father's Son. And I cast guidance on you. Sick. Do I glow? Uh, yeah, of course. Momentarily, but yes, you glow. And I have to remember what guidance does. But it uh, gives you like advantage on this check or something. Uh, I believe it's advantage. That's nice because that was a that one. Uh, it was a fourteen. Oh wait, no, it's oh yeah, no, 14. Uh, you get an extra D four. 16. Okay. You slide down that rail, no problem. Or should do I have to roll a d4? You roll a d4. Oh, it's a 4, so. So 16. Yeah, no, yeah, no advantage, just the d4. Okay. <laughs> Are you sliding down at arms, legs, like wrapped around it? Legs wrapped around it, but I'm wearing a kilt. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I did well enough, maybe not to like fuck up my nards or anything. No, no, nothing like that. I mean, the kilt might be blowing up. Yeah. But so. I have, like, a really firm buttocks that just slides down really yeah. easily. No, no, no. You Bare get ass down first. <laughs> 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 Which way are you sliding down this thing? Like, sitting upright, facing upstairs, facing downstairs? No, I'm facing down. But like, I'm head first. Straddling the rail. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Smash Chris, watch this! Right in the fucking banister. Yeah, <laughs> like. how do we fix that? Uh, the end of the banister kind of like has oh. a little scoop. Ramps, dude. <sighs> Sick. And Pip also is sliding down the other side. The bird or the child? <laughs> the, the, the bird. Okay. <laughs> Set him yeah. down behind me. He slides down. I won't make you roll for him. He would have no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, totally. He can do anything. He's pep. <laughs> in my mind. Uh, okay. Chris is not sliding down the banister in his holy temple of Paylor. But uh, he approved, obviously. <laughs> take his time. Um, okay. No problem. That's perfect. Pip is still way behind you, though. <laughs> That's fine. He's like 
just gone to the top as you guys head down, and he's now started back down. Pip, slide! Do it, it's fun! <laughs> Pip, do it! You see him sort of like... Do it, Pip! Just super out of breath. I'll be there! Just wait! You're gonna love it! Pip's not sliding. <laughs> Pip's gonna spend the rest of the night walking. Um, okay, so like, you guys are headed out towards... Back towards the keep. Back towards or the keep. There are also inns in town if you were to choose not to stay. I think if we have free lodging at the keep, that's probably where um, Olive would, would stay. Yeah, I I think we're down with. I'm yeah. But Christopher doesn't have much money, so he's <laughs> like down. Olive. <laughs> Perfect. Whatever's okay. free. <laughs> so and Sneed's already met back up with you guys, kind of at the Temple of Pelor. At oh, the front perfect. door. So, because I get to railroad to that character. <laughs> Sneed! My man! How'd uh, it go? Went pretty well. They've got a fantastic night market. Nice. Good street food? I didn't partake. Oh, okay. Just rats. Just killed with a nervous tummy. Oh, okay. That's good to Bubble know. Bubble guts, yes. It's information we need to know. Um, okay, so... Since it is two fifty, do you want? What do you guys want to do? I think it's a good time to pick it up next time. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. Pause here. Pick up again. And it will switch into D and I'm sorry, that was just a long intro of no. not rolling dice. Oh, yeah. it, that was D and rolled. Yeah, there. That's yeah, true. <laughs> we got one roll. There's there was some D and D happening There's there for sure. Uh, for sure. This is D and D. Yeah. <laughs> 